This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. A Gorilla Podcast Syndicate Production. Samutsari Conversation with Mimi to connect with other women who may need someone to talk to around everyday life issues and challenges, from managing career and household to inner productivity, relationships, and other hot topics. Samutsari Conversation with Mimi. This is Mimi Laurelia, your host for today, and welcome to my podcast, Sabutsari Conversations with Mimi. And for this episode, we are going to have a special guest as usual. I love having guests in the show because I get to talk to people, <laughs> and I love this person, so I invited her to, um, to join us. She's 20 years old. She's a student here in Melbourne. She is also working, so we'll ask her about that, and she's also an entrepreneur. She has an online business. We'll also talk about that in a little while. And we'll talk about Gen Y. I think she's a member of Gen Y, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. She's a millennial. So I um, say hello to our special guest, Anna Bascon. Hi, Anna. How are you? Hello. Hi, everyone. I hope you're all coping well during isolation, staying safe and healthy. Thank you so much, Mimi, for having me here today. Despite everything that's going on around us, I'm absolutely stoked to be here. And it really just shows the power of technology, how we don't even need to meet in person. And right. we can conduct the podcast while we're at home or wherever. <laughs> yes, that's fantastic. You know, Anna, this podcast is about, um, I don't know, because you're with the Filipino um, heritage yourself. I don't know what, uh, if you know what the word samutsari means. I know what sari sari store means. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat related. So, you know, when it's sari sari store, it's a variety shop, like a little yeah. A lot of things. So samutsari means um, anything and everything. It's a, it's also a collage or um, menagerie of different things. And and the reason why I've um, developed this podcast in such a way that uh, it's entitled samutsari is so because I want to talk about a variety of things in the show. I I want to talk about hot topics with interest uh, for women and of course men alike. The target audience of the show is mostly Filipinos living abroad. But of course, when we mean abroad, regardless of where you are, anyone who is not in your country 
is a Filipino living abroad, right? So yeah. hopefully, hopefully our show will reach as many Filipinos all over the globe in the near future. And uh, I'm very happy to be a part of the Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate because they were the ones that invited me to create the show. And I've also longed to, to have something like this. Um, you know, we're, we're doing this for speakers uh, in my workplace. So why not do it for myself? <laughs> if I have, Okay, so Anna, I'm pretty sure that the people will be uh, intrigued about who you are and what you do. So I think it's um, time for me to give you an opportunity to tell everyone who is Anna Bascon. Who is Anna Bascon? Okay, so as Mimi said, I'm 20 years old. Um, actually, I don't even know if you mentioned that. <laughs> I'm 20 years old. I was born in Auckland, New Zealand, but I've been living in Melbourne for ever since I could remember, to be honest. Uh, my family moved from Philippines to Auckland in 1995, and then I was born in New Zealand in 1999, and then we moved to Australia in, in 2000. So I don't really know, remember much about um, New Zealand, but in fact, I'm actually supposed to be in New Zealand right now, but um, obviously well, that was canceled, but I'm yes. super grateful to um, be here with my family anyway and once everything blows over i'll be back to explore the yes and born. we've also talked about some of the things in new zealand that you might be interested in visiting and some activities that you might want to do so um you you were literally made in new zealand but you were uh you grew up here <laughs> yeah in <Australia>. okay <laughs> I know. so um you mentioned that you were, um, you are currently studying. So, what is this yes. career path that you have in mind? What is your course, and why did you choose that course for your study? Yeah, so I'm studying a Bachelor of Social Sciences, um, along with working as an aged care and disability support worker. Mm -hmm. I love that I'm working like everyone matters at the end of the day because I was um, initially studying to be a physiotherapist but then on the side I was also studying a diploma of community services and case management and while I was um, simultaneously studying both I realized I was so much more passionate about um, about child protection and working with vulnerable and um, disadvantaged groups so then I moved past um, paths and started um, changing courses into social sciences which is similar to social work but it's a lot more broad and I get to understand the way people behave and the way that um, sorry just a call um, the way that people behave and their attitudes and how they act in today's society so that's what really intrigued me um, so um, what I actually, what a support worker does is I help individuals from a disadvantaged groups to live a fruitful and independent life, along with assisting them with domestic care or taking them to recreational activities of their choice and just really guiding my clients to reach their goals, um, their goals and needs. Yeah. And I just love it because you can help in the smallest ways, but to them, they see it as 
a big difference and they appreciate it. And it's just one of the most fulfilling and rewarding jobs in like my eyes. Yes, I'm pretty sure that's true. I believe in it because I also work in the sector. Uh, I work in the disability and aged care sector. But um, I want to backtrack a bit because you said you were intrigued working with um, the vulnerable groups, children, or older people, and potentially people yeah. with disabilities. Where did that um, innate desire to help them come from? Is it because of the Filipino influence in your family that you know Filipinos really look after the elderly or the vulnerable uh -huh. group? Um, is that coming from a personal experience with um, that particular cohort or group of people? So can we just um, unpack that a little bit for the listener? Yes, yes. so um, I actually um, live with my grandma. Um, she was diagnosed with um, severe dementia um, five, six years ago. Um, and as the years have gone, it's been getting worse. So um, I've been, since I've been living with my grandma for a long time, she really remembers me. And so I'm always looking after her. And um, it really was something I was passionate about because I was looking after her. I was um, showering her, feeding her. And then I realized that um, I love doing that. And then I didn't even know anything about um, disability support working or um, aged care support workers until my mum was telling me about it and everything. And then I was like, oh my goodness, I didn't know that I could actually do that. Like I could do that because the NDIS, which is the National um, Disability Insurance Scheme, is new. It's um, yeah. only been around for about two, three years, three yeah. years. Yeah, so um, that's where I first started, like my whole passion within like that personal experience of looking after my grandma over the years and really caring for her and seeing that if I've made an impact in her life, I can do this with so many other people, not just elderly, um, for children, for just a woman, um, Indigenous people, just... Uh -huh. Yeah, that you're kind of like um, branching out in a way because from a personal experience looking after your grandma, you've seen a huge potential to make a difference in other people's lives, which is what I really love about us in general. You know, the people working in the sector because you need to have a genuine uh, uh, sense of compassion and empathy exactly. to be in this sector. Otherwise, if you're just here for the money, you won't enjoy the, the enjoy it. community and, and the work that you do. Because um, obviously here in Australia, they put a lot of um, emphasis around caring for the vulnerable groups, making sure nobody is left behind, everybody is looked after. So there are government um, systems in place to enable that. For example, public nursing homes and even private nursing homes. Um, the NDIS, for example, um, not-for-profit organizations that really target those um, different groups. And then you realize that, hey, there's a potential career in, in supporting um, these groups. But I don't know the situation in the Philippines, whether you're just innately drawn to looking after your family, but you don't necessarily get a career out of that. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now.
This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, it's, um, it's a job that you don't necessarily get paid for. Uh, but you, you do have to do it because of your obligation. Exactly. <laughs> of family. But here, yeah. you can do both. You can still look after your Lola and because of your I'm experience still- with her, you know, extend that to other people. And, and that's something admirable in you. And, and that is the reason why I like um, interviewing people who, because my motto here in my show is ordinary people may, doing and creating extraordinary things. So for us, it's just, you know, something that we do every day, but we don't realize the impact that we create um, to others. So I'm, I'm really wanting to share your story to the listeners because I want to inspire other millennials or young people like yourself to to think of ways by which they can turn their passion into something good. For example, through your studies or uh, for uh, in terms of your, your work as a disability uh, support person and not just think about, you know, themselves, you know, just themselves and what they can eat every day, what dress to wear every day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, do you have any thoughts or any impressions about other people, uh, young like you, your 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 co-millennial group? Uh, do you see any good and bad in terms of the way they they do things, they act upon things, the way they they make decisions? Because I find that based on your story, you're a little bit more mature because you're doing all sorts of stuff. But in general, what was your observation about? the millennials like you well in today's society i definitely know get what you mean because i do have a lot of friends that um that are also in the same um sort of situation uh, no they're the same age as me but are just doing a bit more less which is totally fine because i feel like the way that we were brought up in school was to study finish school, do uni, find a job, and then find another job, stay there within 40 years, and then retire when you're 65. But now, with the cost of living and everything that's going around, who knows if you can even retire. Right. And you're already <laughs> thinking about retirement. I should be more worried about my retirement because I'm already <laughs> <laughs> So you're, uh, you're kind of um, self-imposed stressors. You put that on your shoulders in terms of in my shoulders about your future. Yeah. Um, so, um, what's your idea of independence for you? What that? What does that look like? How how can you tell yourself that? Hey, Anna, at this age, you are already this and this and this and that. So, it, you said that you have some friends in a similar situation as you, or maybe other people, but um, you you kind of put um, a, a good path for your future and others may not be in the same boat. So maybe that's, um, that concept has something to do with independence. So can you elaborate a little bit around that? As we know, we're all responsible for our own lives, our own actions. Um, I feel like I've grown so much within the past um, months because as um, you said before, I also have my online business with Arbon. Um, I do it an abundance of personal development. So every morning I wake up at um, five in the morning, 
sometimes even earlier, like today, I woke up at 4 a.m. to make breakfast for my partner. And um, after that, I do, I make sure that I follow, if you haven't read The Miracle Morning, it's an incredible book and it's very inspiring. Basically, um, it teaches you to go by the savers method. So S, I wake up with silence. I don't check my phone. I leave it on airplane mode so I don't get any notifications. You want to start your day day with just silence and for yourself. So I also do, during that time, I will list at least three things I'm grateful for. Could be hot water, a little bit of like money in your bank or your family. And then it just sets you up for a positive morning. Mm. And then the next affirmations. I know a lot of people tend to have um, a lot of negative thinking. So instead of um, saying like, I'm so insecure about this thing, it, you, you then project it out to the word, say, I am beautiful, I am brave, um, I am powerful. And then that just goes into your subconscious mind and it really allows you to believe it it's the law of attraction um if you know what i mean (laughs) i'm completely loving what you're telling us because this is exactly the kind of things that we need to share with other people Uh, amidst all the negativity around the world we need to um you know present the other side of the coin so to speak the good things to also make them realize oh yes i I also need a little bit of affirmation in my life yeah so that's the a Yep, that's so it. You can see behind me, I have a whole um, list of cue cards that have all my affirmations. And it's just something to look at every morning and to be positive about. And that that really has made a big, big impact in my life because it really lets me live that peaceful life without all these negativity. Because 80% of the time, a lot of your thoughts are, all, are negative. Um, that eighty yeah. percent. So I try to avoid that. And then the next one is V. So vision board. So you could create your own vision board, your dreams. Um, one of my dreams is to um, to build an orphanage later in the future, and um, it's going to be a school where they'll be educated about um, everything that we need to know today, like safe sex and sanitation. Yeah. And you just create that for yourself, um, how you want your future to, how you want your future to look like within the next few years. Yeah. And the next one is E, exercise. So each morning I always do some type of exercise, whether it's Zumba, yoga, um, you know, just some stretching. stretching. Yeah. I'm yeah. still trying my best in that department. <laughs> oh, but at least you're trying. You know, I'm some trying, people- I'm trying. But with all my online writing, online courses, webinars that I'm doing at the moment, and this podcast, it kind of slowly creeps in. But I do uh, understand what you mean by silent time, meditation time. I've increased, <laughs> I've increased that as well in my life now. So I'm getting there. I'm, I'm ticking some it's of your boxes. It in your vocabulary. <laughs> so, so you, the exercises. How do you do that? Are, is it in a gym or? Do you have a space in your house where you do those exercises or is it just like me? I rely on YouTube. I've saved some videos and I join yeah. those groups on YouTube and I, you know, just move a little bit. Um, it's not the perfect Zumba move or it's not the perfect 
simple cardio as workout long as move. you're sweating <laughs> oh no that's my problem i don't really sweat a lot after half an hour an hour i just really no <laughs> oh, you're blessed with that <laughs> i think i'm weird because unlike other people that i, I feel pressured to put on some sweaty stuff on my body it doesn't happen. You've actually stopped your sweat ducks. You're like, don't come out. That's true. So E is for exercise. What is your R? R is doing some reading. So I do at least 10 pages of reading. Um, like I said, Miracle Mor The Miracle Morning is a very great book. Um, what else have I read? The Subtle, the Subtle Art of Not Giving. That's an also, it's a, also a really good book to really not care about like everyone's gonna have problems it teaches you the way to deal with your problems and see a learning opportunity from that problem rather than just sticking with that problem and not finding a solution from it um that's another book that i like there's a whole heap um i can give them maybe i can give them to mimi later on if you yes. guys are interested in yes. knowing more about self-help um self Self-help books, right. um, are there. and then the last one is another S, because um, it's savers, is scribing. So it's just do some journal writing. I would just write my goals there. I like to repeat writing my goals as consistency is key because we tend to write our goals one day and then as the days go by, you end up forgetting it. And then you don't really remember what the goals were in the first place. So it's good to always write those um, every time and just set your day up of what you're going to be doing later on during the day. And also, um, what was I going to say? Um, and also just writing like a bit of a reflection of how you felt the day before, um, what you can improve on. And yeah. Wow. So it seems that um, you are more organized now compared to how many months ago when we first met. I know. A lot can change <laughs> within the months. If you don't know, I actually did my placement with Mimi. Um, she was my amazing work placement coordinator who taught me so much within working um, and volunteering with Speakers Band bank and she taught me how to build rapport with um, people. She boosted my confidence. She threw me in the deep end to learn yeah. all these things. But it really got me out of my compass, comfort zone and, yeah, built my confidence and my communication skills. That's and good. I really That's good. <laughs> so um, it seems that even as you are at home, you're keeping yourself busy. So um, I've interviewed a mom who's uh, in the Philippines at the moment, and she said her experiences, she talked about her experiences regarding you know, juggling work and juggling household chores as a mom, how to juggle internet connection, um, things like that, so she can upload documents, download documents, because she's a teacher. Um, so you're kind of like on the other end of the spectrum. You're a young woman, you're a student, you're, you're doing your online business, you're trying to organize yourself. How are you coping amidst these restrictions and the current lockdown at the moment? Because this is so different from your, what you're probably used to, like younger people always want to go out. So can you tell us, the, the, the listeners, something about your experience and perspective about the situation we are in? This is why I love that we can be on this Zoom call right now because this is also another um, 
device that we use to um, communicate with, because I do work as a team um, also. So I do use Zoom to also collaborate and sort of um, that's where we communicate with each other because yes, we can't um, go out and, you know, I work as a group, but also, um, like you said, I don't go I do, with the gym and everything, um, do the workouts at home. Um, even, yeah. Um, sorry, Mimi, what was, what were you saying? Do you like being stuck at home? Oh, okay. That was the one. Okay, I love being stuck at home. I love it. I love being stuck at home <laughs> for some reason. But it's a, it's, a, it. it's a challenge for me, though, because, you know, the, the work with the students on placement, we require them to go out to the community and engage with the, with the community. And I need to be there to supervise all their activities. So it's hard to do that at the moment. So we have to stop the, um, the placement activities for the meantime. But in your case, you are studying. How does your studying look like at the moment? Is it all online or is it just self-directed or how, how are you doing um, well with your assessments for example if you need to go to the library if you need to do more research mm, lucky for us these days everything is online everything gets submitted online there's no paper you just type it on Microsoft and you just submit it through there even my lecturers um, do zoom calls with us and um, and if we need any extra resources, they can always just send us. They do have, um, they've photocopied books that they have that they can just simply send through via online. So yeah. that's easy. Um, but prior to, um, prior to the isolation, I was already studying online. I only really needed to go to um, university, I mean, go to uni when, there was like a test or something like that. Mm. That's what someone needed to supervise me. But other than mm -hmm. that, um, it was online. And I love that it was online because it was, it fit in with my, um, with my routine because it was flexible. Um, since I'm always so busy, at least I can always submit online. Like I do have that motivation inside sometimes because I don't have to worry about going out in the cold and going on the train and going to uni. And sometimes I would go to uni and it would go, it would be a four hour session and it'll end up only going for two hours. And then sometimes mm. I would feel like it's a, like I'm wasting a lot of time during yeah. the transport when I could be um, writing up a project or working or something like that during that right. time. Right. Two hours is a lot. Is a lot. Yeah. I, I hear the same complaints from my kids. So I truly understand what you're talking about. <laughs> Anna, you're like, a, you're like a younger sister or a child to me now. So I, I'm thinking your parents are of the same uh, generation as myself or maybe they're a bit longer because you have an older is it, you have an older brother or an older sister three sisters three they're all sister, older. older than you okay so I think we've touched on one other point about the difference of the Millennials now compared to older people like us or even older people like our Lolas and and Lolos that your decisions are um, anchored upon uh, mostly the convenience of what is available right now which is not available before which is this online thing, this online, the internet. So you've got online learning, you've got your business that's also online. Um, I'll ask you a question about how it is online later on. But the other thing is about your, 
for example, media consumption, I'm assuming that you are also doing a lot of online Netflix watching or um, things like that. And maybe even purchasing goods, you're probably doing it online more than you you go to the shop and, and browse through the, the products there. Um, do you think that there's an advantage and a possible disadvantage to growing up with technology? Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. Um, yes, definitely. So like you said, a lot of Netflix series or even the TikTok people making TikTok videos and everything like that. It's a bit of a disadvantage because a lot of the time we tend to watch things on Netflix that aren't actually serving us. It's not really actually putting value into your life. If anything, you're sort of wasting your time. You have all the time later on once um, you've reached your goals to watch Tiger King or watch Desperate Housewives, but it's better to do things that are really going to help and give value to you. That's what I um, sort of find. That's the disadvantage within um, the technology because they're mm. finding um, things that will um, make time go fast, but it's not serving you at the end of the day. And when it's not serving you, you're pretty much dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's right i really like the way you think because i can see myself in you when i was younger i'd rather do things that will make me productive that will, that exactly. will make a difference in the world i hope to be in a job or in in a volunteer work that makes a difference to others to, to really value the time and the skill and the the talent that i have so let's go back to your online business because younger people are into online stuff um, how, why is this the perfect business for you? And how is it online? Is it not like Tupperware where you go to people's houses and you demonstrate the use of your product? Can, can you explain this to other younger people like yourself who are looking for something similar or don't know yet what they want to do, but they're thinking of doing something different? Just give us a little bit of um, an insight around that. Okay, so I run my own online business. It's a franchise um, with an incredible global health and wellness um, company called Arbon. They've been around for over 40 years. I just love the business model. So many of you um, would have told a friend about a product that you loved, and then that friend went and bought it. That's simply how Arbon works. You simply share the products you love, sell them to your clients, and then earn commissions on your sales. Unlike traditional retail companies that spend money on advertising and promotions, Arbon cuts the middleman and um, products sold directly and, ex and exclusively through its independent consultants like me. Mm -hmm. So. So they save so much on advertising, like celebrities advertising the product and then sponsorships um, and just all these promotions. And these are all passed on to independent consultants through the word of mouth right. and just recommending products. Mm. And um, that's pretty much how it works. And if you choose to build a team like me, um, you have the opportunity to earn overrides, which just means commissions from the sales of your team. So mm -hmm. if me underneath me, I would be getting an, a certain percentage under her 
when she's making her sales and same goes with her when she's making sales um, from her team she's getting a profit from that as well right and is that only a product available in Australia or is it also worldwide um, it's where we're um, progressing we're currently in the UK um, the US Australia New Zealand Poland and Canada okay so if there are Filipinos in those areas countries that are um, viewing us or listening to us because we we have the video and the audio components of this program so I'm always uh, shifting my my vocabulary to listeners audience viewers <laughs> you never know who's watching you or listening to you at a given time uh, if you're interested to touch base with Anna and uh, you want to ask more information about this uh, online business of hers how do they get in touch with you Anna do you want them to get in touch with me and then I connect them to you or do yeah, you have definitely. an official email or what how, how do they contact you um well i know a lot of people my age would have instagram so they can simply search up anna bascon and you can find me from there or you can email me on annabascon.arbon at gmail.com it's totally up to you and yeah through mimi <laughs> yes yes so there are many ways of connecting with you now because of this online uh, nature of your business and oh Instagram I, I I'm watching some of the videos that you you post online about uh, you mixing your drink and what your day looks like so um, it's really enlightening to see younger people like you really making wise use of the time and the resources and the opportunities that you have now Anna I forgot to tell you that in the show we also um, give advice to to people and hopefully will inspire them to act on whatever issues that they have to reverse their negative situation and then turn that into something positive because I used to I started my career as a radio broadcaster in the Philippines and I did receive a lot of letters before because I had a show where I am producing radio drama so I always after some I'm always after some stories and that and, and I get my my stories from these letters and I, I've just kept them in my email and now I have an opportunity to revive them and I'm, I'm choosing these situations that are current that are still applicable today so we can give advice to other people who may be in the similar um, situation as them so can I do you want me to read the letter and um, I'm gonna give you an opportunity to give this person advice is that okay amazing let's of do it of course you will as a millennial and a, and, a, and a, a person who wants to inspire others, you would want to give this person advice. So most of these letters are written in Filipino. So what I do before we um, do the podcast, I translate them so I, we can read them in, in English. So my translation skills are also put to the test here. Okay, so this is the letter. Dear Mimi, my name is Kathy. I'm 21 years old and studying diploma of IT at a local college here in Manila. I am also a working student working for a fast food restaurant. I am the eldest of five children. My parents don't have regular jobs. My mother is a casual employee and my father is a security, um, what do you call that? Security guard, a security person. Yeah. Uh, my, my problem is about juggling my time between studying and working. I need to work to pay for my school fees and for my allowance. So I do not have to ask my parents for money. But after working at night, I'm really so tired and don't have enough time to study. I want to finish soon to get a better job. 
but do you think I need to quit my job or my study? Because this person is finding it difficult to juggle both. I'm stressed out and I don't know what to do. Any advice will help. Thanks, Kathy. So you are like Kathy. You're a young person. You're studying. You're also working. You have an online business, but her situation is different. She goes the traditional way of schooling. She commutes daily, attends a school in a building. After that, she works in a fast food restaurant to earn her way to um, financing her studies. So in her situation, obviously, she doesn't have the luxury of technology that you have. Yeah, what's, I could imagine how stressful and overwhelming yes. um, she was feeling. Yeah. Um, my advice would be, I think it's amazing that she's studying IT because as we know, IT is everything today. It's an right. excellent industry to be working in, um, yeah. studying. Um, what I would do is she definitely needs to have time for herself, time to reflect, and she needs to breathe a bit. Um, otherwise, she's going to burn herself out. She's going to burn herself out, and then she'll end up not doing any of them. She'll be very lost um, through trying to juggle all these things, and then, yeah, that's why she's here to get advice. But what I would um, recommend is she wouldn't need to recommend her, I mean, she wouldn't need to quit her job. Um, I know that she's finding it difficult, but if she if she saves a big amount, so she's currently paying for her. Yeah, she does because five children. She doesn't want to add on to the burden of you know the we don't yeah, know yeah. The, we don't know the educational situation of the the siblings because she didn't say that but all she all she indicated was that she doesn't want to give any additional burden to her parents so she wants to pay for her own way school and allowance and she's quite in, independent like you in a way right in a way this is what i would do um but obviously i wouldn't want her to take um like it, it might not be well in like in her situation where she's currently living but i would um, I would stop the studying for now. I would earn, get as much money as I can, travel to somewhere where um, they do have access to... Um, oh, this is so hard, Mimi. I don't know what well, I would do. It depends, really. You're, you're kind of on the right track, but I would like to advise her to weigh up the cost of everything that she needs to do to get to her job. For example, how far is this restaurant? We don't really know. The, does she have to spend an hour traveling, two hours traveling? And how much money is she getting from this restaurant? That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, and you also hit the nail on the head when you said she's in IT. The, just like um, the health services. Health services will always be here in Australia to stay. Everybody needs it. So in the Philippines, it's IT that makes a lot of money. I know it can bring you overseas. So I'm thinking if she could slowly ease herself out of the restaurant job and find an IT-related part-time job, like work in an office or do something a little bit online, like do online jobs for other people, like slowly reinvent herself. Easy. I don't even know why I didn't think of this. Exactly. She should start her own online business. Uh like like what I'm doing at the moment, what I'm doing, I started this online business because 
I wanted more opportunities to um, do what I want. I need more time and, and I need more money. Mm. So um, I know that the business, um, this business model will work um, with consistency and hard work. So if I put in this X amount of hours, making the sales, helping people get healthier, helping people build their own legacy and um, build their own business, they will then have the opportunity to have that money to do what they want. If she wants to do IT, she can do IT. She can do that. She just needs to um, put that same amount of effort that she's putting in within the fast food job that she's at. Put mm. that effort in, into the business or the IT job that she does later on. Right. Um, so in short, what we're saying is, Kathy or whoever the Kathys of today are, <laughs> if you're in a similar situation as Kathy, don't limit your horizons or don't limit the scope of what you think you can do. I think it's now the time for, for you to reinvent yourself, just like what Anna said. You can do an online business. It doesn't have to be a product that's in Australia. There are many other products in many, the Philippines so yeah that you can um, you know touch base with a local distributor in your area or maybe do some part-time IT work for a local school or a local business yeah. so you can um, in you put like what um, Anna's saying you have a little bit of a savings there and put some money aside for an investment so you can have like that business going and maybe when it flourishes you can probably make that a, a bigger deal than the IT. Maybe use the IT as a kind of like um, a cushion uh, in terms of um, helping your business grow. But obviously, if you still want to go abroad and become an IT expert, we're not going to... Um, yes, yeah, yeah, you can still do it. We're not going to stop you from doing what you want. But the point is, you are a young person like Anna. There's endless opportunities available and waiting for you. It doesn't have to be stressful. You just have to think outside of the box. the box. Do you agree? Yes, I agree. And it might be scary because it's something that you're not used to doing and it's something completely different. And it does challenge maybe the perception of your parents and they, um, cause it's these online businesses aren't really as the standard or it's non-traditional. Um, so it can be a bit overwhelming and very, um, in a way, um, getting out of, it's just getting out of your comfort zone. And even if it doesn't work, at least you tried. And yes. you're gonna be, you're gonna be learning. You're gonna be um, surrounded by like-minded people. You're not gonna be alone. Um, you will have a mentor, a mentor that will guide you. And then at the end of the day, you're gonna be there for your five siblings and you're gonna be a role model for them as well. Yeah, and, and you can even, uh, I don't know the ages of the, the the siblings too you know if there's a person like a 19 year this person is 21 so if if kathy or any person like kathy has a younger sibling like 19 or 20 or 18 they can even join uh together and become a team of their own exactly you know, it doesn't yes. have to be the oldest person always doing the job <laughs> i know yeah it's a team the effort world. yeah it could yeah. be a team effort and then they can use social media to to promote themselves and to promote their products so yes. It's it's really yeah. Sometimes other people need uh, to get um, perspectives from others like us, or 
to just open their eyes to possibilities that they haven't thought about before. And I really, really like chatting with you, but I don't think we can extend anymore. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Um, this was I, great. I hate, I hate it when it's time for me to cut the show and um, say goodbye to my guests and, and to the viewers or listeners because I really love talking, as you know. And I wish that... Um, the conversation can go on and on. But um, I do appreciate the time you have. And uh, do you have any final words or anything you wish to say to the audience before I close the show? Um, my final words would just be do things that will serve you and that will give value to yourself. And stay safe and healthy. Thank yes. You, so much, you for having me here today. Oh, no really worries. Great. It's my pleasure. And I really thank you for um, giving me your time. So guys, if you have any stories or topics that you wish, wish to feature in our show, you can reach out to me via email. You can email me at mimi at dinosocial.com. Samutsari, again, is a member of the Gorilla Podcast Syndicate. You can also reach out to Mimi, my Dinosocial Facebook page or through my Twitter account. And don't forget to subscribe and like my YouTube channel and, and the, the Gorilla Podcast website. Um, Anna, the, the podcasts are available through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, OneCast, One Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Castro, and CastBox. I think they're trying to dominate the world now. Yeah, wow, that's starting. a lot. But... Yeah, we're just starting. So I think what will happen is once... Um, the show is out because this airs weekly. My show is a weekly show. I'm going to send you the link so you can help promote it to your friends, family, oh, and sure. and whoever you wish to to listen to you. <laughs> uh, everyone would want to listen to your beautiful voice. <laughs> so the, the singing side of me is uh, a collaboration with my daughter who's also um, uh, interest, very interested and passionate in music. So I think the final words for me today is Younger people like Anna have a lot of dreams in life, like most young people do. But um, rather than just, you know, making those dreams sit on your head, I think the best way to make them a reality is act on it. Yeah. Do something. Start to now. Take the leap of faith. Yes. Yes. Take the leap of faith. So that answers um, some of the conversations with Mimi today. Thank you, everybody. Anna, you can take advice them too. And we'll see you in the other episodes. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted in Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. And if you want to know more, check out gorillapodcast.com.ph. A Gorilla Podcast Syndicate Production. We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Gorilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at gorillapodcastsyndicate.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com
Dot com.